bold people make history so if you want to be the lead actor of the of your movie which is your life you've got to take choices that might be contrary to what you've heard when i was younger um it was really romanticized that you're going for it and just keep going and you know it's like you have to work 24 hours do four movies in one time you know five shifts don't sleep don't eat and the more a person does that the more successful you will be but as i have seen and lived more life i've realized having a work life balance is really important but to have a sense of passion when you wake up in the morning for whatever whether it's your job whether it's your life whether it's your hobby to have a sense of passion gives you a sense of purpose and having a sense of purpose really leads to success i think you know i was learning the craft i've never been to school acting school or anything so you know my my observations were just you know what is everyone else doing around me how can i learn and i think that's something i still have i'm a student of life i don't expect that i know everything so when i ask for something it doesn't come from a place of i expect this done it comes from a place of here's why it needs to be done mm-hmm. you know i come with reason um because i don't like being told no to so i i i make the situation such that it's hard to say no where i'll be like this is why it's necessary Here's why we should make the change. I'm not someone who likes conflict. I love collaboration. I learned and I tell young girls, this specifically girls, um but mostly for young people, confidence is it's self-taught. It it doesn't it's not something you're born with. It's not something that you always have. There'll be days where you're completely underconfident and don't feel the best. My job, I don't have the luxury or yours to be able to go to set and be like I'm having an underconfident day. We still have to do this. We still have to perform. and i would like to tell my younger 19 20 year old self that you know life is all hills and valleys it's never going to be a smooth road you will have up you will have down but when it's down you will go up so when you are up be prepared for a down and it's okay surround yourself by people that prop you up surround yourself by people who are genuinely happy for you not all the followers not like the people who you know you think are your friends that you may party with but the ones that pick up your phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning the one when someone is sick in your family that will sit with you for hours overnight you know those are the ones you collect those are the ones you remember and those are the ones you keep for the rest of your life that's the biggest riches in the world whenever life has been tough and it's been tough many times it's been almost down and out and you don't want to get out of bed and you don't want to see anyone i grew up in the public eye so i kind of realized that my best person was me i had to rely on my skill set whenever i was nervous or i was scared i i started focusing on whatever was the goal in that moment i never thought the canvas could be as big as this this was not ever a aim or ever even a a thought i came from a family of doctors physicians military most of my family has been in the service my father and my mother both were in the military so it wasn't a realistic ambition at that time um i come from a small town in india my parents both highly progressive always pushed me towards whatever dream i wanted to have i kept looking at the next rung of the ladder and then slowly i looked back and i was like 60 feet above it is up to us and our generation to be able to cut those ties and change it for the next generation so that they don't inherit the equity on light skin they don't inherit the gender equality that 
we probably thought was normal. I thought it was completely normal and absolutely okay to sit for hours and hours on set while my male co-actor just took his own time, decided whenever he wanted to show up on set is when we would shoot. It was normal, you know, when um, Fairness commercials came by and it was a really big shiny brand. It was it was normal for um, actors to male and women to say, oh I, wow, I have glowy white skin now. There was nothing wrong around it. When I was 21, 22, I did think that I was dark-skinned. I did think that I was not pretty enough. I did think that I would have to work a lot harder, even though I thought I was probably a little bit more talented than my co-actors um, who were lighter-skinned. I thought that was right. I thought that because it was so, so normalized. So when I was younger, I didn't have the um, mental equipment to be able to deal with how that made me feel. I felt smaller, I felt invisible, I felt like I didn't deserve to be treated the same way as everyone else because I thought that that's what my reality was. When you fail, whether it's in class or whether it's, you know, in your whatever, it's like any dent hurts. When you work really hard and you fail, it hurts. And especially in my job, right? Like my job is so inconsistent, think about it. I don't know where my next check is coming from till I sign my next term. It's so unpredictable that it's not like a nine to five, it's not like I get a salary every month. Like think about the basic of that. It's really a simple terrifying thought. So to build a 22 year career with that kind of inconsistency takes a lot. And it, I think it's easier for me when I'm more realistic about it. And I'm like, you know what, that didn't work. How can I make it better? I have to know that to be able to be better. I cannot be deluded. I don't like being deluded and I don't like deluded people. And it's just like, you can never please everyone. And I realized that very early in my career as a public person. It, when I was younger, in my 20s, I, I really needed everyone to love me because I was a public person. I was a new entertainer. I was like, why, why is this person hating me for this reason? Or why is this being written about me for this reason? But I quickly realized when you're a public person, you are consumed by people your literally dinner table conversation. I realized that the only way to protect my sanity and myself was to surround myself by people that are genuinely happy for me, that genuinely love and care about me. And my support system, whether that's my family, my friends, my team, is very strong. So then I don't need my validation from people. I don't need my validation from the comments on social media. I'm not working every day to be famous. I'm working to make movies, to make art, for people to watch what I do. And the byproduct of that happens to be fame. So once I made that distinction and that bifurcation, I think it became a lot easier for me to live a normal life and, and to just be a normal human being. What I would have told that girl is just breathe and just chill a little. I was very hard on myself because everything that I sort of, everything that I've made so far, you know, with the encouragement of my family has kind of been self-made, you know. I've, I had to learn on the job. Nobody, I didn't know anything. I came from in high school in an engineering background um, or I wanted to be an engineer. Um, and life just kind of had other plans and you know you kind of are you going to swim are you going to sink and I will always swim so I've just kind of it's I think that what I would tell I used to really take 
it very seriously. I berated myself a lot and I was hard on myself. And I would tell my younger self, chill out. Time heals everything. It'll all be fine. And what she would probably tell me is to not get caught up in my schedule and in the multiple things that I juggle and not forget the excitement um, of doing what I'm doing. Sometimes it's hard, you know, after you do it for such a long time, you have to remind yourself to be excited and be inspired and feel sort of alive instead of it being a job. I think like you've got to sometimes, you have to push the envelope. Yeah. There's been too many generations that have been defined by what people think you know, we can achieve or, you know, limitations that have been imposed because of people not being able to think or dream big enough. Um, and I think it's every generation's responsibility to show the endless possibilities to the next. I think it's so crucial if you have a choice in your life to end up with someone who is not like enthused by your dreams, is at least interested in them. Mm. is at least excited about them or mm. you know is at least um, encouraging like that's that's exciting um, because you know everyone's busy and everyone has a thing in their lives but, but to take to make the effort to make you feel like your dreams are as important as the other one is such a gift in life we never have to choose one thing so that we need to take that pressure off of our backs that you don't have to be on one solitary journey. You can choose to be on any journey at any time. As long as you take the pressure, we put too much pressure on ourselves to function. We create boxes and glass ceilings for ourselves because we're like, oh, this is the only way I can be and that's how you are successful. There's no black or white in the world. Everyone lives in grays. For me, what has always worked is having the small next dream, the next step. You always have to take a step up in the ladder to be able to get to the top. You can't get to the top by flying up. Yeah. Human beings don't fly. And then slowly you'll turn around and you say, oh, whoa, look at this legacy I've created. Mm. But if you have unachievable dreams, something that seems too out of the ordinary, then you're waiting for a miracle. Mm. And miracles don't happen very often mm. you have to create it for yourself so what's the next step in your big dream so if you want to buy a car say for example you have to figure out how much it's for so you have to work backwards from your goal so if my goal is one thing I'll work backwards and what is the first step in that goal I'll take that then the next step in that goal and slowly you'll buy your car my mom said that to me when I was very young she said if you're going to tell the truth or if you're going to tell a lie just know that um, you know whatever you do, you have to stand by it. The good, mm. the bad, the ugly, it's all mm. yours. The sum of the opportunities I chose is the reason why I'm here today. And I don't take that for granted at all. Um, and that's my purpose, is to make sure that, you know, every single day is spent with a pursuit of excellence in um, every single choice that I make.